understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up and welcome back to The Stranded Podcast. I am your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley. If you are new to The Stranded family, welcome. This is a family. Our goal here is to make sure that whatever phase you're in, whether it feels like a gap, like you're on a stranded island, where you are in a safe place, but maybe there's something else that you want, there's a next desired level, and you're just unsure of how to get there, we are here to teach you how to press play during that phase, because this is here to teach you something. It is not here to end, it is not the end all be all, and this is not the rest of your life. And so it's time to make a decision. And so we want you to embrace this phase. So this is the Stranded Phase Podcast. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And for my family longtime listeners, you know I forever love you guys. And so today's episode is, I guess we could call this like the sequel, and it's the follow-up to a previous episode. Um, The last episode I did was four ways you're possibly blocking your blessing. And if I really told you guys the truth, I was talking to myself. That was a message to me. The good news is I know that a lot of the things I'm going through are probably some of the things you're going through, and I realize that resonated with a lot of people. But if you know anything about me, I'm huge on actionable steps. I think the first step is always self-awareness, understanding what you're doing wrong and the things that you can take responsibility for outside of like external circumstances. But I think then the next step is to take actionable steps because we can talk, talk, talk. We can be self-aware all day, but how do we actually create change? And that's through actionable steps. And so this is the follow-up to four, four ways you're blocking your blessings. And I wanted to talk about some significant ways you can unlock your blessings. Because now we figured out what's in the way. How do we move on and unlock those blessings? Because there's a lot of people out here wandering around aimlessly saying that they're suffering from anxiety and frustration and possibly depression and just this high, high level of uncertainty. And you could have a significant amount of anxiety trying to operate all day with a significant amount of uncertainty. I hope that didn't confuse anybody. But you could be feeling anxious all day long or depressed all day long and and be diagnosing yourself with anxiety and depression. And now I'm not a doctor, so don't take, you know, take this for what it is, but you could be walking around diagnosing yourself with anxiety and depression and be simply suffering from this because you're dealing with a high level of uncertainty all day long because you know you deserve more. You know you have a divine gift. You know you were put on this earth for a reason. A lot of people, a lot of us know that in our damn soul, yet we're working some job or living paycheck to paycheck or barely able to feed our children or just doing this one thing that we know is not meant for us. And it's giving us this high level of uncertainty, this this high level of depression and anxiety because we know we are worth more. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. And so for those of you that Listen to the last episode, and if you haven't, go check it out. It was the four reasons you might be blocking your blessing. But if you realize some of those things are in your way, and then you're able to consciously make decisions to remove those things or, um, you know, take it up a notch and just slowly start to decrease those things, you know, like jealousy and some of the things that we talked about, and increasing your health, 
but how do we take steps forward to really identify that next level? And so let's talk about that because I have more than four reasons. (laughs) So to identify what that thing might be or to take the next steps to get there, I think it's really important to access or consider what really makes you jealous. And I know this is really hard and interesting, but for those of you that, because I get this a lot with people is where it's like, well, what are you passionate about? Well, I love a lot of things. I love doing eyelashes and I love talking to people and I love, you know, beauty and I love fitness and I love this. And it's like, okay, so there's a lot of things you can be passionate about, but I really want you to access what makes you jealous, like really assess it. Like, what are the things that make you cringe when you get on social media? Because that's going to help you answer my next question. Because some people are like, you know, I, I can't stand it when there's all these women, you know, dressing half naked. It's ridiculous. It, it makes men, they can't, you know, they can't think straight or, you know, they pose on bathroom counters. I'm, I'm going over the top, but you get what, you get my drift. And then some people can't stand that people travel for most of their journeys. And they're like, how do people do this? I don't understand. You know, I wish I could travel the world. I wish I could travel during the week. Like it just, it, it causes a level of jealousy or it makes them cringe you know, what if when people are speaking on stages, I see, I see people speaking on stages and I'll read the comments and people will be like, there's some nasty people in those comments, like a high level of jealousy. Like you don't deserve that. I met you last year and you didn't, you hadn't even written your book yet and blah, 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 blah. Like if there, if there's something that makes you cringe when you get online or you feel a heightened amount of jealousy when you see it on social media, own it. Even if it's a girl, it's all these skinny women. Like, I will for sure, for sure raise my hand to that. Like, all these women with these beautiful body goals, I'm like, Lord, let me get my life together. Like, I need to get my stuff together. And I don't know that it's a level of jealousy, but it definitely motivates me. It definitely ignites something to like, wow, I'm slacking in that area. And so I want you to to assess what makes you jealous, what makes you cringe online. And I want you to really think, is that something... Is that thing making you jealous because it's something that you wish you were doing? It doesn't go for everything, but it is a question you need to ask yourself because I know when I see people traveling, that's something that I definitely want to do. So that, that, that level of, I wish I was there too, comes from a place of like, I would like to do that too. And so it's, it's important to understand what make, what makes you jealous? What makes you cringe? And are any of those things ask yourself, are those any of, are those any of the things that you could see yourself doing or you really want to do and you just haven't been able to access that yet? Even if it's somebody making a lot of money, I definitely see a lot of people making money and I'm like, how? I I could, I could explain that better than you. You know, like it's okay to own those things, own those things and decide if that's something you could see yourself doing. And this is going to help those, the answers to those questions is going to help you answer these questions. This next question I have. Understanding what you want your perfect day to look like. And I know this sounds silly, but this is one of the most significant questions I was asked at a conference one time when he said, I don't want to hear about how much money you want to make in the month. Don't write down the month that I want to make 100000 in a month or 10000 in a month. I want you to write down moment to moment what you envision your perfect day looking like. Real shit, I was like, I don't know what that looks like. But when he started talking, he was like, literally put the ego aside, put the power struggle aside, put everything aside. Like if you could just had an abundant amount of money and you could do whatever you wanted during the day, like what would that look like? 
and I started in, this is actually the vision I had. I remembered when I was working, um, my corporate job, my fiance has been an entrepreneur for 10 years. So he's been an entrepreneur since we met. So a lot of the times I would travel before we had our son, he would come with me and he would just stay at the, he would stay at the hotel or go to some coffee shop or do whatever while I worked during the day. So he would come to a lot of trips um, to Miami with me. And while I would go to work, he would typically send me a picture. He would go to South Beach, send me a picture while he was on South Beach with his feet up in the sand, his laptop in his lap, and be like, living my best life or something slick. And I remember always being like, wow, must be nice. You know, and then by the time I got off, he was always done. Always. I'd get off at five and he'd be like, yeah, I've been wandering around for three hours. And I'm like, yo, this is the life. And then it hit me. I said, that's what I want. And it might not be like that every day, but if I had my ideal day, I'd get up early in the morning, walk the beach, be close to the beach, maybe go check in, work for a couple hours, maybe 10 to 1. And then I'd have the rest of the day to play with my family, hang out with my my, my son, you know, go, go on a dinner date with my son and my fiance, like that all close to the beach. That would be my ideal day. I would be traveling with them and we'd be going somewhere. We'd probably clock in for a few hours and then go do whatever we want. Go explore. That's my ideal day. And when I realized that, I could build from there. If you put that at the top of the pyramid and you understand what you want your perfect day to look like, you might not even know what your passion is yet. You might not even know what you could see yourself doing to make money. But if you realize what you want your perfect day to look like, it's very easy to build around that and say no to a lot of things. I realized when that was my perfect day that money really wasn't the significant thing. I mean, I need money, of course, absolutely. Do I want to live in abundance? Absolutely. But do I need to be a millionaire? Not really, not right now. And I know some people will listen to this and say, that's crazy. You have to have high goals to achieve high goals. I absolutely understand. But my number one goal is to have significant abundance, but have a even higher level of freedom. Like I want to be able to operate the way that I want to operate with my family. That's important to me. And so I could build from there. I could understand this is how my business needs to be. This is how much I need to be able to work. This is, I need something that makes me this amount of money. I need to hire this amount of staff. Like I hired fast and people were like, you're nuts. Like you're not even making that much money. And I was like, no, I know what I'm building. I know that I need to hire these people and train these people. And then I'll build from there. And I'm okay with the little, the lesser amount of money because I want to build something that I can eventually continue to step further and further away from and just have oversight. So really, after you assess what you're jealous of and what makes you cringe, and if any of what you want is in there, then I want you to ask yourself what you want your perfect day to look like. Do you want to be working from nine to one? Do you not care about working all damn day if you're making a million dollars a year? You know, do you want to be traveling and be able to work like a nomad? You know, do you want to be able to be home at night with your with your kids and feed your kids. Do you want a job where you can take your kids with you? A lot of people want to be able to work from home with their kids there. Then that requires a short amount of hours, you know, being worked. So understand what you really want your perfect day to look like. And can you build that? Now, the next one is I want you to figure out your why. I'm going to be honest. When I used to hear this, I'd be like, shut up. Your why, your why. I get it. It's one of the most reoccurring things that people say. So I've always wondered, how do people find out their why? Like, is there, is there an exercise for this? Is there something that we can do to, to dig up why we want these things? Why we want this next desired level? And I, I can't take credit for this exercise, but I heard this amazing exercise on another podcast that I want to share with you guys. It might be something you could do. They did it towards weight loss, but I, I be, 
truly believe you can do this with any, anything. And it's literally treating yourself like a five-year-old child. So she assumed, um, or she said to write down. So let's say for instance, I said, I want to lose 35 pounds. And that's like the most important thing to me right now. And she says, okay, so write down uh, as many reasons as you can think of unlimited reasons right now, why you want to lose 35 pounds. I want to fit into the black skinny dress that I have. I want to look good in a bathing suit. I want to be able to be more fit for my kids. When I run around with them, I'm not tired. You know, I want to be sexy to my husband. I want to write down all the things without judgment. Just write them all down, even if there's 40 of them. And then she said, after you write them all down, take a deep breath and assess all of them. Mark out the ones that aren't important. So basically identify five very, very important ones. So let's say, for example, it's like, do I want to fit in a bathing suit? Yeah, that is like primary important. We go to the beach 20 times a year. I want to look good in a bathing suit. You know, is being sexy in the black dress important to me? Mm, it's really not in the top five. Cross it out. Circle the top five. And then on the next page, you put the five, the five reasons why you want to lose 35 pounds. And then under each one of those reasons, you have to ask yourself why at least five times. So it would be, you know, I want to look sexy in a bathing suit. Why? Well, because other people are looking at me. Well, but why? Well, because, you know, I want my fiance to think that I look good in a bathing suit and I look better than most of the girls on the beach. Well, you know, why? Why is that? Well, because I've kind of always been the fat friend in all my group of friends, like, you know, I feel like I'm the, in the pictures, I'm always the bigger one or the curvier one or the, you know, and keep asking yourself why until you get to the bottom of it. Once you're able to read these five reasons and all the reasons that you got to and like really being honest with yourself, you're going to very much understand what is so important to you. Because to me, this is, and this is what she said that I thought was so riveting was this is more than why. This is what's going to motivate you because the how's not always going to do it, right? So even if you learned how to make a million dollars tomorrow, even if you know how, every day it's hard to wake up and be motivated and know why. So knowing these answers can motivate you in the times where you're not motivated. You know, so for example, if I was trying to lose 35 pounds and I woke up one morning and I said, I'm tired, I'd rather sleep in than go to the gym, I'm not with this stuff. And I, and I remembered what I wrote in that notebook about how I really want to be sexy for my fiance because I no longer want to be the fat friend, like, or whatever, you know, then I'm like, shit, I got to get up. I got to make a move, you know? So it's like, same thing. If you want to make a million dollars, write that down, write down the 40 reasons why identify the five and then keep asking yourself why, if you want to only work four hours a day, because you know, you want to spend more time with your children, write 40 reasons why. So you can keep the house clean so that you can um, spend more time with your friends so you can get to know yourself better so that you can have your sanity so that you can spend more time with your family and your fiance, your husband. I keep using that example. Sorry. Um, write those 40 reasons why identify five and then keep asking yourself why. And trust me when I tell you, this is so important because you need to know what motivates you to do what it is that you want to do. And if you can't answer those questions, that might not be the goal for you. But write down the significant thing, the next level that you're trying to get to, making $10,000 a month. I know mine is making $15,000 a month right now inside my agency. Like that is so important. Like that is my next level goal and I need to understand why so that I can remain motivated. So 
identify what that next level is and then write it down and ask yourself why. Now, my next thing to consider is I really want you to commit to something. And I want to go back to this wandering, wandering around aimlessly because if you are waiting for the answer of your purpose or whatever is it, whatever it is to, maybe you're unclear on the next level. Maybe you're waiting on clarity. Maybe you're waiting on the how, um, maybe you're just unsure because I do talk to a lot of people that are like, you know, I, I can feel like I'm being stretched. I know there's more. I just don't know what it is. Or it's not even that they don't typically know what it is. There's a lot of ideas of what it could be. And they're having a difficult time making a decision. You know, so they're like, I've been doing lashes for, you know, five years. I make X amount of money. I don't know if I should get a shop yet. I, I don't know if I should buy a storefront. I don't know if I should invest. I, you know, have been working. I'm the highest paid uh, fitness instructor in this gym and I've been wanting to open my own gym, but I don't know if I should do it yet. You know, there's so many options as to the next level that people just will bail out when it comes to making a decision. And so I want to encourage you to commit to a decision. Decisions cause division and that type of division will equal clarity. And I want to encourage you to understand we get so fearful in sight of decisions because we act like it's this like insane commitment that we can never back out of. By God, like this is not a marriage. Like this is not a marriage. Like I hear so many people like, I don't know whether to do this or to do that. Do something. Do something. Because you could be one bad decision away from the best decision of your life. And you know this. Think back in your life. Think about everything that you've ever done. I could give you thousands of examples. But in the beginning of 2000, end of 2017, beginning of 2018, I just started my podcast. I had no idea what I was doing and I wanted so badly to reach people. I felt like I had a message. I had something to say. I wanted to spread that. I wanted to spread the love, the happiness and the bliss that I was experiencing from after my son came home and fighting that trauma. I just wanted to share it. I knew I had something to share. And my girlfriend and I, we started a, um, we had this ridiculous idea to start a mom blog. Truth be told, I never wanted to blog about motherhood. I didn't know that at the time, but looking back on it, I'm like, girl, you know, you didn't want to do that. I don't want to talk about motherhood every day. I'm sorry. Not sorry. But we started this blog called mommy realness. We started an Instagram for it. We had like 200 followers. They were on there every day. We were chatting every day with them. We started a Facebook. And to be honest, after like two months, we literally were like, where is this going? Like there was at the time, I mean, now I know a lot more than I know, but there was really no way to monetize it. There was really no way to make much more of it. I mean, I didn't think about starting a podcast or anything, but it was just a lot of moms talking. It had just become a place for moms to complain truthfully. And so, I mean, we were encouraging, encouraging each other and empowering, empowering each other. But to be honest, both of us knew she's into fitness. You know, I'm into helping people and it just was like, this isn't working, you know? And so we just let it go at, at no point was I like, that was a bad decision at, at no point. Like it was just something we tried. We learned a lot from doing it and trying to manage, like have a tribe on social media. And then we went on our separate ways. After that, I made one of the best decisions ever to really bring the stranded podcast to life. Like I had already had the idea of releasing it, but I, I just didn't have the confidence I had after I did that mommy realness tribe. Like you could be 
take it on the simplest level. You could be possibly considering to work a part-time job right now. Like maybe you have a full-time job and you're like, I need some extra money. I got a business idea. I need some money to invest. There's this bar down the street. I've considered bartending. I know how to bartend, but man, like, do I want to put that type of stress on myself? Do I want to do this? Like, "Mm, I don't really know. I still want my evenings to myself. Do it. Do it because maybe you only do it for three months, but what if you go there and you meet someone that comes to that bar once a week that could be the investor into your next adventure or could be your next partner in business? Like I've told you guys a thousand times, I went on a meeting with someone that I thought was my competition that ended up becoming my part business partner and my, one of my best friends that I talk to every day, make the decision and commit to something. What if you're on the fence about getting fit and you Finally commit to go to the gym and, and within a couple of weeks you meet somebody that could be, you know, your next business partner, your next best friend, your next person that opens the doors of opportunity to something like how many times have you heard a story about somebody not going to church for years and then they go to church and then they find friends and they become saved and then they meet somebody that they that invests in them or helps them move forward with something or like life changing opportunities are in us sticking both feet like opening the door and walking through it. And we're so scared like to pick a direction because we're so afraid we can't go back. We might make the wrong decision. God's intervention is so divine. We fail to realize that if we do go right, eventually, if we were meant to go left, he'll reroute us. He'll take us back. We'll go left again. Like, don't worry about making a decision and it possibly being the wrong one because what you'll do is be paralyzed and not make a decision at all and find yourself this time next year in the same damn place. Make a decision, commit to something, like do something and don't be afraid of the outcome or possibly making the wrong decision. You're going to make the right one either way. You're going to be sent in the right direction and rerouted either way. And also just, this is separate, but remember you can have multiple purposes. Everyone I believe has multiple purposes. Like there are a few and far between people I've heard that have lived out one purpose their entire lives. Like I really believe You're given a purpose, you fulfill that purpose, and then you're meant to move on. Like, it's the next level. And if I were really, really honest with you guys, I don't believe that teaching podcasting is my true purpose much longer. And I, I know that's hard. Like, I love it. I love it. I feel like the producer in this season, I love when I meet women that are like, I've had this message on my heart for so long for helping moms, for helping women rebuild relationships after they've cheated or they've dealt with cheating. Or, you know, when I meet women that are like, I went through this and I want to share the trauma because I want women to not experience trauma the way that I did. I think that is the most amazing shit ever. And the fact that I can help be the producer to help women create a platform for themselves to build their own tribe and their own audience to empower and possibly save a life. It is a heaven sent experience, to be honest. And I feel like I am so blessed to be doing it. But if I, if you ask me what I'd be doing this for the rest of the rest of my life, I, I disagree. I don't think so at all. I think this is a purpose that I'm going to fill over, fulfill over the next couple of years. And then I'm going to move on to another purpose. And I think that that might look like speaking on stages, um, you know, hosting events, speaking to, you know, larger groups of women. And that's okay. Like, podcast, you know, starting a podcasting agency and coaching and podcasting, which is what I do as my full-time business was not the wrong decision. It was so the right decision. It was something that, to ensure that I could make money, to ensure that I could build a business, that I could create a strategy, implement it and prove to myself that it works. 
and that I could be an entrepreneur. I needed this. I needed this badly. I, this was a confidence booster. This was a moneymaker. This was how I was able to transition from my job to full-time entrepreneurship. But this is not my forever purpose. I didn't make the wrong decision. I made the perfect decision. And it's going to lead me to a much bigger purpose. Now, this is this is probably one of the most repeated things that I say on this podcast. So I'm sorry that I have to repeat it again, but it's one of the most difficult things I see people deal with. I want you to find some new friends. Find some new friends. And you know what? I'll even make this easier on you. You don't have to ditch the current friends. Just decrease the time that you spend with them and promise me that at least once a week, you will invest in chatting with someone that is outside of your friend circle, but is doing something that you want to do. Y'all, y'all have no idea how often I get asked to coffee, like all the time. And it's so people can pick my brain. If I'm available, I mean, I set boundaries sometimes, but if I'm available, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go like it's, it's no big deal. I want people to feel empowered. I want people to ask me questions. I want people to feel like they can have whatever they want to. Once a week, reach out to a possible mentor. Once a week, reach out to somebody on social media and be like, your life is my goals. Like, do you have any advice for me for someone just starting out? You know, I want to lose 35 pounds. How did you do it? Where did you start? Find some new friends and ask a lot of questions because you need somebody that is where you want to be to empower you to get to where you want to be. Because it's a lot of pressure for you to put that, like, it's a lot for you to put that level of pressure on yourself to figure it out on your own. Nobody does this alone. So seek out some new people and ask a lot of questions. And if at any point, this is another one, if at any point you are just like, how do I get to this next level? I feel like I'm doing all the things. I'm, you know, I'm focusing on opening a business. I'm focusing on losing weight. I'm, I'm focusing on fixing my relationship. I'm focusing on all of these things and something's just not right. Then if all else fails, focus on fixing you and focus on expanding your mindset. And I know I talk about this all the time, but I'm not kidding. Podcasts and books and journey, journaling, life changers, game changers, practicing gratitude, game changer. Do you know what it's like to feel positive like 90% of the day? You are so much more productive and so much more focused. And I get an opportunity to meet so many more people and meet new people and create new opportunities because I'm happy. I'm freaking happy. I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm more positive because I practice all these things, because I consume positive content, because I journal, because I focus on my subconscious, because I went to therapy, like focus on you. And that goes back to the blocking your blessings episode. Like how can you focus on you? If right now it just seems like you've been doing all the things to get to where you want to be. And for some reason it just keeps feeling like a bunch of failed attempts, then you need to revert back to you and revert back to expanding your mind, focusing on your subconscious. Like if you go to therapy, great, but that's for the conscious. Try to find new ways to focus on the subconscious, whether it's through journaling, channeling your inner child, energy, podcasting, books, like gratitude, try it all. I'm not kidding. I don't know one person that is like, I tried that crap and it didn't work for me. If they did, they didn't commit to it long enough. But if you're feeling like all else has failed, 
focus on expanding your mind. Another thing I want you to do to really unlock your blessings is to really understand what you've been looking for. And some of us have got to stop looking for the answer and start looking for internal change. And this goes back to back to what I just said, but I feel like everyone right now is looking for the get rich quick, quick scheme or like, just give me the blueprint. Like this is the most impatient generation I've ever met in my life and myself included. Like when I talk to people that are all about systems, which is what I'm really bad at or processes or, you know, I find myself like, just tell me what to do, you know, and they want to ask all these questions and dive deep into my business. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just tell me what to do. But they can't because they need to understand me better. Like they need, it's, it's not a cookie cutter approach. Nothing that lasts long that's not temporary is a cookie cutter approach. And so, and I get asked this all the time. People will be like, so what, what exactly did you do? Or what book did you read that helped you quit your job? And I'm like, it, it wasn't a book. I didn't read one thing. I didn't do one thing. It's, it was a year of experience, trial and error, like failing and, and getting back up and knowing exactly how this was going to work best before I knew I was able to quit my job. Like, People are looking for the get rich quick scheme. They want the instant, like this ain't it. This ain't it. Like make sure you understand what you're looking for and you're willing to build and grow and take baby steps because it's, it's not overnight. None of this, none of what anybody that is doing what, what you want, what you see, who's at your desired level, they will tell you this did not happen overnight. So stop looking for the get rich quick scheme. Stop searching for the answer. Everybody wants the answer. Start looking for internal change and how you can take baby steps to change so that you can become the person that you need to become to receive what it is that you want to receive. That might have went over some of y'all's heads, but I need you to understand part of blocking your blessing may be that you, you are not who you need to be yet to receive what you're supposed to receive. The blessing that you have in your head may be for you. It may be exactly for you. But the universe or God or whatever you believe in may have decided that you are not the person you need to be yet. I look at myself two years ago and I know for a fact I was not where I wanted to be with good reason because I, Jessica, was not ready. I was not ready. This girl was not ready. I wasn't the person I needed to be. I didn't have the mindset with a steel cage around it. You know, I didn't understand logic versus emotional. I didn't understand, you know, being in a, in a primal state versus like a, a, a high state. Y'all, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. So stop searching for the, the get rich quick scheme. Start looking for ways to, turn, to change internally because that's what's going to help you get there eventually. Everyone that's ever been where you are, where you want to be, will tell you that it took baby steps. Woo! I'm spent. I just exhausted all of my energy on you guys because <laughs> it's so important to me that you understand this. And again, remember, anything that I'm sharing with you is something that I've been through myself. So I just want to recap really quick everything we covered to unlock your blessings, to unlock your blessings, to take the next steps, to get to that desired level, take some true actionable steps. I want you to one, assess what makes you jealous, what makes you cringe. Can you fix any of that? Can you be the solution to any of that? Is that something you could see yourself doing? Number two, really write down and understand what you want your perfect day to look like. Do you want to work from nine to one? Do you want to work all day long because you care way more about being a millionaire? That's perfectly fine. 
Do you want authority? Do you want to, you, you want to travel all, you know, travel for your living and speak on stages or be a nomad? What does your perfect day look like? Number three, figure out your why. Try this exercise. Write down the 40 reasons you want to be a millionaire. Write down the 40 reasons that you want to only work four hours a day. Try this exercise. Do the, figure out your why. Number four, commit to something. Remember, decisions create divisions. Stop being afraid of making the wrong decision and understand that what you're truly afraid of is clarity. True, the true universe, God's intervention will reroute you, revert you, bring you back to exactly where you're supposed to be. So stop being paralyzed by making a decision. Make a decision, make a commitment, and be willing to stick to your promises and know that whatever's for you will not miss you. It will come either way. The worst thing you can do is make no decision and be exactly where you are now, this time next year. Number five, find some new damn friends. Okay, you don't have to find new friends. You don't have to ditch your current friends. But I absolutely want you to commit to at least once a week talking to someone that is where you want to be. Ask the questions. Whether it's, I don't want to hear the excuse of like, well, the person that that I love is in Minnesota. Great. Contact them on social media. Ask them for their personal email address. If they don't talk to you, send them a Starbucks gift card. Find a way to connect with that person. Like some of my most powerful life-changing moments in my business or because I connected with someone that was where I wanted to be. They didn't have to be where I lived. We connected on social media, communicated through email, became friends, like shared resources. I'm telling you, commit to challenge yourself to connect with someone outside of your closest circle that is where you want to be at least once a week. Number five, focus on expanding your mind. Remember, whether it be therapy, books, podcasts, journaling, energy healing, hypnotherapy, whatever, practicing gratitude, start with baby steps. Because if you know what that next level is, you've been gunning towards that and something's not cutting it, it might be you. It might be you. So you've got to go back to you and understand that you might not be the person that you need to be yet. And it is time to focus on you. And then of course, last but not least, Stop looking for the answers. Stop looking for the quick, get quick, rich. (laughs) Stop looking for the get rich quick scheme and make sure that you are looking for internal change for those baby steps for the, the real wealth, the real, like, y'all, this is the same thing as like temporarily hustling and making money the wrong way versus, you know, hustling long-term to know that eventually it will pay off in substantial wealth. This is investing your time to truly build something powerful instead of trying to speak to people that have been doing this for 10 years and asking them to just give you the answer. Be willing to invest. If you want to truly change your life, be willing to invest a significant amount of time and money and sacrifice a lot of shit. You're going to sacrifice your time. You're going to sacrifice happy hours. You're going to sacrifice birthdays. You're going to sacrifice long nights. You're going to sacrifice sleep and you're going to sacrifice time with your kids. But if you know what your perfect day looks like and you know where you're going and you know your why, I promise you it's all going to pay off. So I really, really hope this episode helps you guys. I hope if you're feeling stuck or stranded or unsure of how to get to that next level, that this helps you unlock your divine blessing, the things that are already for you, that you just feel like something is holding you back. 
I hope this truly helps. I hope you guys have a blessed week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you share this episode if you loved it. Tag us on IG. Tag me on IG at Jessica Hurley underscore. I love when you guys tag me. I love to share the love. I love to communicate with you and know who's really listening um, because this is for you. So I want to know each and every one of you because this content is for you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you a million. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week with love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.